Monday, July 5th, but since the 4th of July landed on a Sunday, they made this Monday the legal holiday, and a lot of people have the day off. And if you have the day off, I hope you're relaxing and enjoying yourself. Sunny and warm in St. Louis, where we do the show, it is about uh, 92 or 93 degrees today. Not real humid. I went down and swam my laps. I'm swimming 50 laps a day. That's what I'm doing. I'm losing weight. I've lost 42 pounds in the last five months. Not bad. This is Bob Bro. Welcome to the best old-time radio podcast. This is Monday, July 5th, 2021, and on Mondays we play an old-time radio comedy. Now here is the deal. We are going to play An Adventures of Maisie, which I have only played one other time, and I have a number of them in my files. And these are fun shows. And what made me think of it is, well, once a month, let me put it this way. Once a month, I usually go in and check uh, to see all the upcoming movies that are coming on on Turner Classic Movies. And the ones that I want, I tell to record. I do this for a couple of reasons. One, I love classic movies. Two, uh, there's some movies that I have not seen in years and I would love to see again. And three is that um, I love to find movies that I have referenced one way or another through old-time radio programs. And this was an example. I saw that they were playing the movie Maisie. And so I recorded it and we watched it. It was just delightful. It was the first of 10 movies starring Ann Southern. Maisie, of course, was a a woman uh, in New York, mostly, that wanted to be in show business and she supported herself through various jobs. And it seems like each week the episode would be surrounding a new job that she had and some of the things that she faced on that job. And of course, she was a very young and very attractive woman. And this was, after all, the late 40s, early 50s. And so things weren't quite so politically correct. So she had to put up with a lot of shenanigans by a lot of men that she met in the workplace. And that sort of is where the story normally goes. So we're going to be listening to this together, by the way, (laughs) right now. I have not listened to this one before deciding to play it. And so I'm going to listen to it as you're listening to it right now. And then we'll comment on the other side. Bring on the lovers, liars, and clowns. 
situation No complications Nothing portentous or polite Ready tomorrow I'll come tonight <laughs> What we have coming up here now is an adventure of Adventures of Maisie and it was first broadcast October 4th, 1951 and it's entitled Killer Diller and here it comes Hiya, babe. Say, how about a... Ouch. Does that answer your question, buddy? The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern. You all remember Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's famous Maisie pictures. In just a moment, you will hear Maisie in radio, starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, Anne Southern. Southern as Maisie. Yep, I'm Maisie, like the man said. Maisie Revere of Brooklyn. But right at the moment, it looks like I'm going to be Maisie Revere of Atchison, Topeka, and Santa Fe Freight Car Number 745377. Jeepers, it has more stuff written on it than the fence at Ebbets Field. Well, maybe you wonder what I'm doing here. I had a job in a nightclub that was owned by a woman. Well, she liked the master of ceremonies, and he liked me, and I liked to stay healthy, so I left. Especially after I got an anonymous note on her stationery that said, Flowers don't care who they lie on. Well, I can take a hint. So I hiked out to the freight yards, and, uh, well, here's a car that looks nice and empty. Slide the old suitcase in, get in myself. This ought to get me into the city by tomorrow morning. Tomorrow afternoon, I should judge. Okay, maybe it'll be after... Hey, who said that? That was me, the empty box guy. <laughs> oh, boy, that was pretty funny. <laughs> not very. Hey, are you trying to insult me? Yeah, but I'm not making much headway. Well, I guess you just saw because I sort of scared you when you thought this box car was empty, huh? No, not really. Well, I'll get going and find another car. No, no, that's all. You can stay here. I'm a gentleman. Well, that's nice because I'm a lady. Yeah, I couldn't mm-hmm. tell that you was, uh-huh. At least I knew that you wasn't a gentleman. Uh, thanks, I suppose. Well, I guess we're about ready to take off. You see, it happens that uh, not only am I a gentleman, I am uh, also a poet. A poet? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'd better find another car after all. Well, I'm pretty good, too, you see. I'm a sort of uh, between Edgar A. Guest and T.S. Eliot. So am I, and I don't write poetry. Uh, did you ever have anything published? Oh, certainly, yeah. Apparently, you aren't a regular reader of the hobo news. Oh, well, no, I I move around too much. (laughs) All right, you fools, get out of this car before I shake you out. Uh Uh-oh, the yard dick. Well, well, look what we got here. Well, girlie, I'm going to arrest you. I'm going to have you tossed in a jug. Oh, stop being such a big man. If you want me to get out of the car, I'll go, and that's all. I'm going to throw you in jail, girlie. 
Unless... Now, mind your business. Oh, you want to get tough with me, huh? I'll rough you up a little and... Oh, no, you won't. Hey, hey, look out, you. I got a club. You had a club. Give me that. Oh, ow. Come oh. forward. Now I'm just going to flop you down nice and solid. No, don't, don't, don't. Help. Oh. Hey, that was wonderful. Quick, the train's moving. Here, I'll lift you on. There. Gee, you're strong. Yeah, I'm, I'm real strong, but, but I'm especially good as a poet. Oh, I sure appreciated you brushing off that switchyard, sweetheart. Especially after the way I was sort of kidding you. Oh, well, that was indeed a pleasure. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Henry Glendennan Diller. Oh, well, my name's Maisie Revere. But say, I think I know who you are. Didn't you used to do a wrestle-anybody-in-the-crowd act with the little carnival ones? Yeah, I did. That was an unhappy chapter of my life. Oh, yeah, I remember now. You got fired because you were too embarrassed when you took your T-shirt off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a good-paying job since I was hired to play football at college. Oh. Henry, you know something? What? You need an agent. Somebody who can sell you to a big wrestling promoter in the city. Yeah? I wonder if I could do it. I'll bet I could. Oh, no. Gee, don't bother about me. Oh, well, you didn't have to bother about me when that yard dick was getting fresh, but you did. And I appreciate it. Well, hey, that's swell. But would you do me one other little favor? Uh, it all depends. Some men have funny ideas about what's a little favor. Would you listen to some of my poetry? Oh, Okay. Oh, boy, all right, okay. Uh, this here poem, this is called Night. Night by Henry Glendannon Dillon. I think that I shall never write a poem lovely as the night. This is more of a favor than I realize. The night upon whose diamond-sprinkled chest the moon lies down and makes her nest. <laughs> Boss, this here is Maisie Revere. No kid. I'm glad to meet you, Harry. You should be. Cigar me, Jake. Right, boss. March me, Jake. Right, boss. Hey, what about me? Give her a cigar too, Jake. Hey, right, boss. Oh, get that El Ropo away from me. Listen, Harry, are you looking for a sensational new wrestler, or are you as big a jerk as I heard you were? Well, Maisie, I can see you're sensational, but how good a wrestler are you? You know I'm not talking about myself, but I could flip Jake off his feet in two seconds. Toss her around, Jake. <laughs> okay, boys. <laughs> Are you next, Harry? Get up and match me, Jake. My cigar went out. I've got news for you. Jake's out, too. Jake. Yeah, yeah, boys. Toss her out in the street. Oh, no, 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 boys. I quit. Oh, well, maybe you'd like... To try sidewalking me yourself, huh? No, but I got somebody who can't touch out. Sit down, oh. Harry. Jake, re-cigar him. Okay, Maisie. Rematch him. Okay, boys. Maybe you ought to brain him too. He could use one. What's your proposition? Well, I've got a wonderful wrestler. He's got a terrific physique, he knows all the holds, and was intercollegiate wrestling champion in college. Now, look, Macy, we don't need no new performers here. 
Takes too long to get a new man up in the pot. We, we like our own little stock company. In other words, Scram. Okay, Harry. There's another wrestling promoter in this town. I'll go over and see Joey Madero. You're wasting your time, Maisie. I'm Joey Madero, too. Now what are you going to do? Gee. Well, I guess I'll take your first suggestion. I'll scram. Good. It was nice meeting you. Don't come back. Don't worry. I will. I'll find some way to work my wrestler in, whether you like it or not. Oh, just another fresh wrestler who... Hey, that's no wolf. That may be opportunity knocking at my door. Hi, you beautiful. Oh, hello, you gorgeous hunk of plunder. Oh, boy. It, what's your name, you wonderful thing? I'm Ape Man Anderson. Well, my name's Major Revere. Gee, Ape, you sure are stacked. Yes, I sure are. Hey, you want to feel my muscles? Yeah, well, not right now. Some other time, huh? Sure, any time. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'll uh, give you a call, Ape. You, you sort of do something to me. Wow! Come on now, Henry. I want to hear real agony. Put everything you got into it. Well, that's better, but it's too realistic. Can't you overdo it a little bit? Try again. All right, but would you mind bending my arm? That'll help. Okay, Henry. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Now, we're making great progress with you, Henry. Oh, and that reminds me. We're going to change your name, too. You're going to be known as Killer Diller, the murderous poet. That's great. What what do I do next? Well, you got to learn how to argue with the referee, how to be knocked out, and how to annoy the crowd and make them hate you. Uh, But, well, maybe the poems will help do that. That's swell. But how am I going to get a chance to wrestle? Oh, well, just leave that to me. This coming Friday night, Ape Man Anderson will be missing. Harry's coming out in just a second, Maisie. Thanks, Jake. What's doing tonight? Oh, Ape Man Anderson ain't showed up. Gee, maybe a break for me. Well, hello, Harry. Ah. (laughs) I hear Ape Man Anderson is still swinging in the trees somewhere. Sick of at me, Jake. I'm too nervous to be cigar. Right, boss. You're still trying to sell me a grunt and groaner? Well, you won't regret it, Harry. Would you like to look at him? Hey, Killer. Yeah, yeah. Harry, this Uh, is Killer Diller, the murderous poet. I'm glad to know you, Harry. Most people are. Okay, Killer, you look all right to me. You lose tonight. Well, now, that means you play the part of the losing wrestler, Henry. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Well, what about the poem? Poem? Oh, well, uh, there's one condition, Harry. The killer insists on reading a short poem to the crowd before the match. Well, the only reason he's wrestling is to get his poems before the public. That's all. Well, okay, Harry. Come on, killer. Okay. Now, wait a minute. Uh, I'll even try it. Go in and change, killer. Okay. Oh, gee, at least I get a, to read a poem to a crowd. Oh, yeah. Cigar me, Jake. I'm calm again. Right, boss. Maisie, you know, you're awful pushy. I hope I don't find out that you had nothing to do with the ape man being missing. Oh, what made you think of a silly thing like that? Imagine. Uh, well, what could I do? That's the, that's the silliest thing I ever heard. I got you a little worried. Your hands are shaking. 
Who, me? I- I'm just worried about Killer Diller. What about him? Afraid he'll get hurt? Yeah. After he reads his poem, I'm afraid the crowd will kill him before the other wrestler gets a chance. Okay, Maisie, I'll announce you to the crowd here, and you can announce Killer Diller. Okay, thanks. Uh, what can I say about you? What have you done around here? Well, I've done plenty, but nobody knows it yet. Just tell them my name. Okay. Hey, Jake. Yeah? Bell me. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, before the next match, I have the pleasure of introducing to you a young lady who is a famous figure in the sporting world. And what a figure! Ladies and gentlemen, I know her, you know her, we all love her, and here she is, Maisie Rivera! Ladies and gentlemen, Killer Diller, the murderous poet, is only wrestling to call the attention of the public to his poems. He hopes to win your applause as a wrestler, but he especially hopes you will like his poems. And here he is, Killer Diller, with one of his poems. Uh, Uh, Quiet, please. Quiet, will you? All right, all right. My poem is entitled, The Yellow Crocus. I love the yellow crocus that crops up in the spring. I hate to mow my lawn for fear I'll cut the little thing. I seem to hear the yellow crocus yelling out to me. Crocus, crocus, please don't crocus with a crocus as you see. Dressed and ready to go, Maisie. Oh, swell. And congratulations, Henry. You were sensational. The crowd was crazy about you. You're crazy about me? They did nothing but boo me. I know, but they hated you better than anybody. That's what you want. You hear the way they booed my poetry? Yeah. Well, of course, sometimes they're on the level. Well, here comes Harry and Jake. Hello, Maisie. Hello, killer. Hello, Harry. Uh, How'd you like it? It was a good show, Maisie. Thanks. Didn't you think the killer put on a swell performance? Yeah, yeah, that poultry gag's a honey. <laughs> write a few more from Maisie. Hey, wait a minute. That poultry is no gag because I write those poems myself. And you admit it? What's wrong with them? Nothing. Nothing there peachy. Just write some more. Okay. All right, but do I have to lose the next time? If you read them poems, you gotta lose, yeah. Oh, gee, I... Well, it's, it's only justice, killer. The crowd would insist. Oh, uh, <clears throat> Harry, there's a little matter of money. Oh, yeah. Jake, ten dollars, huh? Ten times. Yeah, right, boys. Oh, thanks, Harry. When does the killer wrestle again? I'll make a place from tomorrow night. Oh, and I got another idea, Harry. Why don't you let me broadcast the match? I've been in show business. Yeah, but this here's wrestler. Well, quit kidding yourself. This is show business. A girl sportscaster might be an idea, you know. What about the wrestling holds? Well, I'll make them up. 
Okay, Maisie. See you early tomorrow. I'll tell you who wins and loses, how it's been rehearsed, and you can sound like you know something about wrestling. Right. Thanks. Well, come on, Killer. Let's go. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, goodbye, folks. See, I got an elegant poem to read tomorrow. You ain't seen eight man Anderson, have you, Maisie? Uh, oh, no. No, I haven't, Harry. Come on, Killer. Let's get out of this door. Soraya! Oh. Oh, eight. Oh, uh... Well, gee, I'm glad to see you. Um, Ape Man Anderson, meet Killer Diller. Hello. Hello, sucker. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, lap this off, fathead. Hey, that height. Okay, you asked for it. All right. Boy, boy, stop, 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 you're assassinating each other. Cut it out, stop. Stop before I beat you both up. Stop. Now. Excuse us a second, Killer. I, I, I want to talk to Ape a minute alone. Well, okay, you can talk to him alone, but I gotta be with you. No, you stay right here. Come on, Apey boy. Doggone you, Maisie. I waited for you, and then I couldn't get back here in time. Oh, well, now, Apey, please don't get mad. All I did was double-cross you a little bit, darling. Well, I'm gonna tell that, Harry. To... Darling. Oh, Ape. <laughs> Any girl in her right mind would be crazy about a magnificent mass of muscle like you. And what a mass you are. Uh, you're just saying that because you're afraid Harry will have you bumped off if he finds out what you've done. Oh, well, y you wouldn't do that, would you, Ape? I don't know. I've done some awful stupid things. And who is this other guy? Well, he's a wrestler I'm trying to help get a start in the business. Well, I don't like him. He's a bigger jerk than I am. Oh, no, he isn't, Abe. Nobody is. You're the top. Oh, thanks, beautiful. But if you don't give me a date, I'm going to tell Harry on you. Well, I'll give you a date. And what's more, I'm going to broadcast the matches tomorrow, and I'll give you a specially good treatment. Okay. And when we have our date, I want specially good treatment, too. Oh, boy. See you tomorrow, Maisie. Yeah. Bye. Jeepers. I'm getting trapped. He, he didn't get fresh with you, did he? No, but he's got plans. Well, just wait till I wrestle him. I'll ruin him. I won't lose to him no matter what anybody tells now, me. Now, look, Henry. Just keep calm. Don't do anything you're not supposed to do until I get you fixed up in the wrestling business like I promised I would. Well, okay, Maisie. But as soon as I get fixed up, do you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to ask you to marry me. Oh, you better go in and change now, killer. And don't forget you lose tonight again. Okay, darn it. You're matched with heebie-jeebie, the Jersey bouncer. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, that's right. You met him at rehearsal this morning. Oh, gosh, I hate to have a guy kicking my brains out in front of the girl that I love. Henry, I told you to forget about that. And see that you don't tell heebie-jeebie to throw you into my lap again, either. <laughs> that was fun. Well, not for me. <laughs> well, gee, Maisie, you go out with Ape Man Anderson. Why don't you go out with me? Well, I have to go out with him or he'll tell Harry how I tricked him away so he couldn't show up that night. You got your start. If Harry knew, I'd suddenly disappear and he'd take you over as his wrestler. Oh, boy, someday I'm going to wrestle that ape-man Anderson. I'm going to... It'll be just too bad for him. Well, run along now and change. Okay. Jeepers, what a mess. Maisie, the killer knows he's supposed to lose again, don't he? Oh, yeah, Harry, he does. Oh, good. 
Sagami Jay. Hey, right, boss. Yeah, if anything goes wrong tonight, I'll be in trouble with the syndicate, and uh, you'll be covered with lilies. <laughs> They're clear? Mm, very clear. Yeah, well, I'm making a change in the lineup, too. T- uh, tonight, Killer Dilla's going to wrestle Ape Man Anderson. Oh, no. Yeah, Ape Man Anderson's been pestering me for two weeks. Oh, but they'll kill each other. You wouldn't want him to do that without advanced billing, would you? I'm putting on a show for the syndicate tonight, so it's okay. Jay? Yeah, boys? Watch Maisie tonight. Huh? A wrist watcher or pocket watcher? Keep an eye on her. Oh. Don't let her talk to either of the wrestlers. No. And if anything goes wrong, bring it to me right away. Dead or alive. <laughs> Anderson is flexing his muscles in his corner and making faces at Killer Diller. As the killer comes up to the microphone to be introduced and read his customary poem, as he calls it. The management here was selling empty pop bottles at the gate tonight, and there's a rumor that unless the quality of the killer's poetry improves, next week they'll rent rifles to the crowd. Here's the ring announcer. And now, ladies and gentlemen, before the match begins, Killer Diller will read one of his famous poems. I can't stand to hear another poem. I'd rather die. <laughs> A poetry lover just shot himself in the balcony. The management asks you to kindly refrain from throwing bottles at Killer Diller until he is through. And now, here is Killer Diller, the murderous poet. <laughs> lights, the famous wrestler appears. The wrestler, our mighty man, is he with large and sinewy ears. Oh, wait a minute. Ape Man Anderson just leaped to the middle of the mat and snatched the poem from Killer Diller. He's tearing it up. Oh, boy, the killer is furious and the fight's on. Folks, somebody's going to get murdered tonight, even if it's only your faithful announcer, Maisie Revere. Right, Jake? Right. What a battle this has been. It's been pure savagery. And now Ape Man Anderson has a double reverse headlock on Killer Diller and he slams his head on the ring post. And now the killer has slipped out of the hole and he's lifted Ape Man over his head and down he comes. Did you hear that? But Ape Man's up again. He tries a flying backward double camel kick and he misses Killer and kicks the referee. And that'll be the third referee they've used up in this match. Oh, this is brutal. Get him, Killer. I mean, get him, Ape Man. And Ape Man Anderson just jammed his elbow into the Killer's mouth. And now he's banging Killer Diller's head right up by our microphone here. Get him, Ape Man. You gotta win. So that's the way you feel. I'll show you. No, Henry. Henry, don't do it. Excuse me, folks, but Killer Diller is just... Oh, no! He's just bitten a chunk out of Ape Man Anderson, and now he's got Ape Man over his head, and he's going to slam him down. This is Maisie Revere saying goodbye to you and good luck to me. I doubt if you'll hear from me ever again. This looks 
like a nice, clean boxcar. Might as well get comfy. Maisie. Holy Pete. Harry, is that you? Well, the syndicate has outgunned him for me. I'm leaving town forever. Oh, gee, that's too bad. Well, the train's moving now. Hey, here comes somebody else. Well, give him a hand up. Hey, buddy, grab. I'll hand you. Okay, I, I, can, I can make it. <laughs> Thanks, Stace. Holy smoke. It's Killadella. Harry. Maisie. Oh, gee, this is faint. I wrote a poem about fate once. It goes Oh, like... no, no. I'm not going through this all over again. And now, once again, here's Maisie. Well, I guess that's life. And Henry decided to write a poem about it. That was all right with me, except he wrote it out loud. It was more than we could stand, so as the train passed slowly over a river, Harry pushed him out of the door. I congratulated Harry, shook his hand, and then pushed him out with Henry. <laughs> I figured they'd make a good team. And besides, I think a lady's entitled to a private boxcar. They'd heard of me in the next town, and for a little while I managed two Irishmen who fought as a team. I called them Sweeney and Murphy, two harps that beat as one. <laughs> then I got a telegram from my agent in Hollywood and rushed out there just in time to be turned down for the job. Well, I'm not worried. I'll find something interesting. Come on, please. Get going. <laughs> You've just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern. Maisie was written by John L. Green. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included Sheldon Leonard, Marvin Miller, Peter Leeds, Hans Conried, and Ted DeCorsia. John Heaston speaking. was Ann Southern as Maisie in The Adventures of Maisie. The name of that episode was Killer Diller. And it was released on the Mutual uh, Mutual Broadcast Network on October the 4th, 1951. Of course, any of us that were around in the 50s, uh, baby boomers that can remember the 50s, remember Ann Southern playing private secretary. And later it was released in syndication as Susie. And Don Porter was her boss, but she was a secretary, and it was um, it was really a good a good show, a typical sitcom of the era. But that's the way we remember Ann Southern. But if you go back in the '40s, you'll see her in a lot of movies. Now, the Maisie movies were originally written for Gene Harlow, or not the movies, but the character was. And uh, MGM wanted to feature Gene Harlow in a series of movies playing Maisie, but Gene Harlow died somewhat prematurely, and so Ann Southern had been seen by uh, the head honchos at MGM, and they liked her, and they gave her the part. And the Maisie movies ran, as I understand it, pretty much as second features. When you used to go see a double feature, there was a principal movie that got all the advertising, 
and was a bigger budget affair. Then there was a movie that was designed just to play as a second feature. And there wasn't much advertising. Um, and they had a lower budget. A lot of times they were in black and white. But uh, that's the way Maisie was. But there was 10 of them. And it really got to the point with some of those films that the uh, second feature was the reason people went, because they liked the Maisie films, and it was a chance to see the latest one. And Southern was um, never uh, in radio until she did a Lux Radio Theater adaptation of one of the Maisie films. And somebody at CBS sat up and paid attention and realized, hey, she translates to radio pretty well. And so that's when they came up with the concept of having a Maisie radio program. Now, I'll have to admit that was kind of a silly episode tonight. And some of them, I think, were like that. And others were much more highly entertaining, a little more sophisticated. Had a great cast, though. Hans Conrad, Sheldon uh, Leonard, uh, Marvin Miller. Really good cast and uh, very, very high-quality sound. So we will listen to other adventures of Maisie in the months ahead. Kids, that is going to kick things in the head for Tuesday. No, Monday. Monday, uh, July the 5th, 2021. Hope you enjoyed the adventures of Maisie. We will be back uh, tomorrow with an old-time radio drama. We'll be back on Wednesday with a mystery and on Thursday with a Western. We do have an old-time radio grab bag coming up this weekend. I already got it together, so it's a done deal. And then we'll have, of course, the archive show, too. Going to go out tonight with a couple of songs from 1951. Both of them are kind of fun songs. The first one's by Guy Mitchell, who we played a couple of his songs the other day. He had a lot of hits in the early 50s. And then the second one is by Miss Dinah Shore, who was also a big, big hit in the 1950s, the early part. And I swear she sounds more like Doris Day than Doris Day in this one, but I am assured it is Dinah Shore. So go figure. I... Went to see Dinah Shore one time. But remember her old television show she used to have on in the daytime? We went up to see a taping of it one time and really enjoyed it. And she was just the sweetest person when she came out in the audience and spent a lot of time with the audience and uh, answered questions and talked and posed for pictures. And she was just, just really great. That was about the time she was still going with uh, Burt Reynolds. Was that a strange pairing? Anyway, Dinah Shore was wonderful. And... Uh, she had a lot of big hits, and this was one, and it is a really, really fun song. All right, everybody, that's it. This is Bob Bro. I'm so glad you stopped by, and I'm so glad you met me.
sweeter than the roses, covered all over from head to toe, covered all over with sweet violets. The farmer decided he'd wed anyway, and started in planning for his wedding suit, which he purchased for only one buck. But then he found out he was just out of money, and so he got left in the lurch, a standin' and waitin' in front of the end of the story, which just goes to show all a girl wants from a man is his sweet violets. Sweeter than the roses Covered all over from head to toe Covered all over with sweet violets